Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor and me, Jake, gives you sports betting tips. I am Professor Sides. You can follow me and find all of my picks on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Tuesday, January 11th, 2022. This episode covers today's best college basketball bets. In case you're new here, I have built a mathematical model that predicts what the spread and total should be for every Division I college basketball game. That information along with a graded A, B, or C against the spread pick for each of today's games is available in the Google Sheet that is linked in the show's description. Picks that get an A are the ones I love. Picks that get a B are the ones I like. And picks that get a C are the leans. However, please remember that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say the model will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Please subscribe if you aren't already. And for those of you on YouTube, leave a comment about the play you like the most or the one you think we might be wrong on. Uh, Jake, yesterday went really well, I think, for both of us. Uh, four and two on my A picks, three and one on my B picks. I mean, what else is there to say, right? Hey, that, hey, that's a great day. It's putting money in your pocket. It's, it's a very, very good day, especially when you get to go to the window a lot. It makes you feel good. It brings that absolutely. self-confidence up. It's good. Absolutely, absolutely. And then I think, yeah, you want to talk about the Oregon-Oregon State game. I, I missed that, but that was kind of the more interesting game of the night, I guess, right? Yeah, that was, that was probably the one – Fairly good game to like really get into. And man, Oregon, they shot 44% from the free throw line and we missed the cover by three points. I, I mean, shoot 50 or 55 and, and we cover, but no, they got to shoot 44 and miss 40, too late. And 44% from the free throw line seems impossible in college basketball. It feels like middle school basketball numbers. You're yeah. like, yeah, okay, like it's kind of hard for them to hit, right? But that's I mean, really I, I, tough for a Division One college team. I mean, yeah, I wasn't watching that game. I was watching the football championship game, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I was keeping up with it. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what is going on?" Yeah, Just make a free throw. Yeah, but can't get them all. Well, we had a we had a rougher slate of games from an intrigue standpoint last night. But as we talked about yesterday in the podcast, right? You don't have to watch them to make the money. You don't have to be good to make money. We were able to make you money on those last night. Tonight's the opposite, right? Tonight we have a great slate, lots to choose from. So. Uh, glued to your TV set uh, tonight here with lots of good games. We're going to start off with uh, the number one team in the nation, defending national champion Baylor at 6 p.m. Central at home against Texas Tech. Uh, they are a 12-point favorite. The model thinks it should be about 12 and a half. I've got an overpick for you on this one. I think over 135. The model thinks it should be about 137. I think Baylor handles their business in this one. Do they win by 10? Do they win by 14, 15? Tougher to say from my personal uh, perspective, but fouls are a great insurance policy here to get us over the total. Uh, I, I, I think that um, Baylor should be able to score enough on a, on a good tech defense, but I mean, Baylor's just tough to stop offensively. Uh, what do you think, Jake? I'm, I'm the same way. I think Baylor actually gets it done. These teams are your premier defensive teams, and like they're up there in the top five, six in the nation for deficiency defense efficiency and with them kind of like with Texas Tech still dealing with injuries I, I don't know if their second leading scorer is back but I know their top guy is out so that I mean that's anytime you're going to the number one team you want your full your full roster and can't it's gonna be really tough for Texas Tech to pull it off but I mean, but Baylor has been flirting with disaster the last few games. So I, I think they, I don't think at home is where it happens. I think, I think with being able to bring LJ Cryer off the bench is just a different level of good that Texas Tech isn't ready for. And I think mm-hmm. Baylor, I think Baylor covers and I think the over is a smart play. Yeah. Eventually, Baylor will lose. Uh, you know, you never expect the team to go undefeated. Uh, 
they have been a little bit closer lately. But we talked about that's the tough part about Big 12 plays. You know, you don't get many gimmies, uh, which leads us to our next Big 12 game, 8 p.m. Oklahoma State at West Virginia. Uh, I've got a B pick for you here, West Virginia minus three. The model thinks it should be five and a half. The key to this one, I think we talked last week uh, about this in the Big 12. There are so many really tough road environments uh, to go to, and that's the difference. I think Oklahoma State, they looked really good against Texas, and they impressed me absolutely this weekend. But now you're having to go to one of the tougher places to play, especially in the Big 12 with so many teams close, having to now travel halfway across the country to West Virginia. Yeah. I think that's the difference in this game. The Oklahoma State is one of those teams, like a lot of the Big 12 teams, going to play better at home, going to play worse on the road. I think West Virginia can get us to the window. What do you think? Uh, I'm, I like West Virginia. I like West Virginia a lot in this one. Oklahoma State played out of their mind against Texas, right? Exactly. You're looking at a team that averages 15, 16 uh, turnovers that had nine. They ranked 333rd in the nation in turnovers, and they – Turned them all over less than 10. That's, I mean, they're probably not as bad as 333, but they're definitely not as good as nine a game. Right. So that's Wisconsin level, and that's not happening. Um, right. And then West Virginia, the only show in town in Morgantown is, so uh, that gym is always rocking, and in the way Bob Huggins has them playing, it's it's a tough, tough environment. And I think West Virginia runs through it. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be a fun game to watch, but. I think so. West Virginia finally getting everybody kind of healthy from the COVID uh, break they had should also be a key difference maker. I think that West Virginia is the side to be on tonight. Another good one at that same time, 8 p.m. Central, Providence at Creighton. I've got an A pick for you here. Providence plus four. The model thinks it should be close to a pick them. Uh, the models like Providence this year, seven and two in backing them. Uh, we're positive fading Creighton, so I think there's no reason to buck the system here i like this providence team i don't know about you i like the way they've played lately they seem to be they had that one blip where they you know really struggled kind of uncharacteristically but other than that we talked about that previously right that um it, you know there's there's always a couple of good games always a couple of bad games but on the whole the last you know five six games providence i think looks really good uh, i'm curious what your take is on this one i'm i'm all over providence with it i, I really like providence and i think creighton Man, they like throwing out the two Villanova games, right? Like throwing out the game of their life where they beat Villanova by 20 and, and then a terrible game where they got beat by 20 to 30 by the same team. Um, they just – they're very inconsistent and just haven't really played well. They Like they did beat BYU and, and while we said it was a good Marquette team, but those were kind of early on and BYU is not – being as good as what people thought about. Or yeah, they've they've, thought been, a, they've been a surprising underperformer this year. Yeah. And so I think Ed Cooley has got this Providence team going. Uh, they yeah. kind of underperformed last year. And so I think they're kind of rect rectifying that. And then uh, Bynum is kind of the key player on there. Like as he goes, Providence goes. So, so kind of watch him. He's not going to be like leading them in scoring or anything, but he's just like the key piece. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've got a late night game for you here, uh, 10 p.m. Central time, some uh, some after dark action. If, if you watched our, our football podcast there in the fall, uh, New Mexico at UNLV. I've got an A pick for you on this one, UNLV minus six. The model thinks it should be UNLV minus eight and a half. My advice on this game is don't be fooled by the similarity in the records. We talked about this previously, right? A lot of times people just pick it up and say, oh, they're in conference play. They're in the same conference. They probably play roughly the same teams, and the records are close. But I don't think New Mexico is in the same class as this UNLV team. I, th I think UNLV is a much better team at home. 
six being a small number should be should they should be able to get that done. Yeah, New Mexico, uh, New Mexico is not very good. I'm all over UNLV with you. Like they they were just ranked towards the bottom third in most most categories of like all NCAA. I mean, they do have somebody that's kind of exciting to watch in Jamal Mashburn Jr., um, the son of Jamal Mashburn, but he averages 19 and does and is a very good player. But uh, this this UNLV team is kind of well balanced. They have they run their offense through. Uh, Jordan McCabe, who's got a five to one assist to turnover ratio, which is really impressive, just to have to keep that ratio this deep into the uh, play. And then, but the real guys to watch are Bryce Hamilton and uh, Royce Ham. Ham, yep. So yeah, those guys carry this team offensively, and they play very well off each other. It's it's a lot of fun to watch. And uh, UNLV just, or you, yeah, UNLV just carries this through. Yep, yep, I agree with you there. I've got some buzzer beaters here, four more A picks for you. If you're watching this early enough in the day and afternoon, game 1 p.m. Central, Fairfield plus seven versus Iona. The model doesn't know this is a letdown spot for Iona, but if you add that factor in, this is a letdown spot. I know uh, after that uh, big game last week, now having to come back to conference play, they are the better team, uh, but I like getting, that's a lot of points to get here for Fairfield at home, so I like Fairfield plus seven. Uh, I got three 6 p.m. A picks for you. James Madison minus four against Northeastern. LaSalle plus nine and a half versus St. Bonaventure. The Bonnies are very good, but that's a lot of points uh, for a team whose last game was on December 17th. Um, and, and, and I mean, just stop and think about that for a second. December 17th, that feels like like years ago, right? That was before yeah. Christmas. That was before <laughs> That was a long time ago, right? So, so long. So long. So I like LaSalle getting nine and a half points there. And then my last eight buzzer beater here for you, uh, Toledo to win at Miami of Ohio. Toledo's in a different class. Uh, Jake, you've got a couple of buzzer beaters you want to throw out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like this Rutgers team. I think they have kind of turned the corner. And so I think them getting points is incredible. So take Rutgers plus three. I think Illinois just runs Nebraska out of the building. I don't think it's anywhere close. They have no answer for Kofi. And Marquette, who we talked about late recently, I think they have turned the corner and are going good. They're going to be a good team. And I think getting them minus six is a steal. Yeah. yeah. And I, I wonder what you said about Illinois. I like Illinois as well. I, you know, you wonder with Kofi against a team like Nebraska, it's not something you want to do. But if you wanted to pretend this was a video game, it just every play, just pass it down to him. Like, I feel yes. like they probably score 100 points. I mean, oh, yeah. I just don't think there's Nebraska's not going to have any answer for him whatsoever. I feel like Illinois can name their score. It's, it's until he gets tired. It's until exactly, tired. exactly. Once he gets tired, but yeah, in the video game, you just turn yeah. the setting off, right? Yeah, the time yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to worry about that. Exactly. That's all we've got for you today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. A reminder to check out the Google Sheet for all picks and totals on every game today. If you haven't done so yet, click that subscribe button for a new episode every weekday of the college basketball season. We will see you tomorrow. And until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your any money.